Welcome to Business Dig, where we focus on trends, tips, tools, and tales to inform, educate, and entertain. Today, we welcome our friend, Dr. Bonnie Jewell, doctor of chiropractic and natural health practitioner. And today, Dr. Jewell's gonna talk with us about how to change the way we feel with a natural approach to uh, stress relief. I'm Dr. Deborah Fry, Leadership Development Specialist at Fry Works and Associates, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lisa Kanda, Marketing Strategist, and founder of LK Advisors. Hello, Deb, and welcome, Dr. Jewell. Very excited. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. As I mentioned in our intro, Dr. Bonnie uh, is going to bring her insights to the dig today. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what Lisa and I have been digging into. We're exploring all kinds of tools that help people during this challenging time, the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> COVID-19 has really... Um, challenged a lot of businesses across the country and as business owners manage the process of <clears throat> first of all managing uh, their reopenings and how their operations are going to be stress is going to happen and a lot of inquiries I know my clients are asking how do I deal with the stress of these situations and we know it impacts your health in an overall way uh, to operate under stress. And although uh, it's not a viral condition as far as stress goes, we know that it can affect and impact everybody else around us. And it, we felt it was really important to have Dr. Bonnie on. She happens to be somebody that has de-stress situations for myself, um, yours truly. Uh, I tease her a lot about being uh, that person that smiles across the room and makes you calm. <clears throat> and we have reached out to her and she is uh, truly a cheerleader for her patients. Uh, she specializes in giving people tools and understanding how to live with energy and health and vitality. And she owns the Natural Health and Wellness Center here in Southern Illinois in Carbondale. And her clients benefit from her natural wellness expertise. She's very easy to work with. And unlike conventional medicines that often treat only the symptoms, Dr. Jewell focuses on a condition that creates the health challenges in the first place. So hello, Dr. Bonnie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. So we're thrilled to have you. Um, and exactly what Deb was saying, I, I really have to just reiterate, you know, the, the stress that I'm, I'm actually seeing happen around me, friends, family, business owners that I work with, as well as myself. It's something we just haven't experienced before. So we are really appreciative that you're here to share some of your, your insight to uh, help us navigate this uh, new territory we're in, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, tell us a little bit about your journey and what got you into the work that you do, because I think it's really important people kind of get, a little, get to know you a little bit. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Many years ago, it was over 20 years ago, I was teaching overseas. I was an English teacher in South Korea and I started having some health issues. I moved back to the United States and nobody could figure out what was wrong with me. I went to all sorts of specialists and when I was finally referred to a psychiatrist because there was nothing wrong with me, I decided to think outside the box and figure out what was happening. I went to a lot of natural health practitioners, and that is where I learned that everything in us, that we put in us, all our food, everything we expose our mind to, everything in our, our environment, 
can contribute to us increasing our health or decreasing our health. And I learned that I had done a lot of things to decrease my health, but I was just part of the society and doing what everyone else was doing. When I was teaching in New Mexico, that is when I had my biggest turn in my health. I was working with a chiropractor who did a similar nutrition that I do with my patients. And my health started getting better and better. And at the same time, I was watching these first graders I was working with, eating the foods that would lead them into a life of disease, engaging with technology in a way that would lead them towards a life of disease. And much of this has to do with stress. When I was teaching, I decided, you know what? I love teaching, I love my kids, but I need to become part of the solution. And so I became a chiropractor. I looked at becoming a naturopathic doctor, but many states did not have those at the time, so I became a chiropractor. I'm glad I did because our nervous system has a lot to do with how healthy we are and how much stress we have has to do with how much our body is able to handle the vitality in our life, handle the stress. It's very much a part of living a healthy lifestyle. So, what you've observed uh, regarding stress, especially during our situation right now with the pandemic, um, in your view, why should we focus on stress? To answer that question, we first need to understand a little bit about our immune system. There are white blood cells that we have in our bodies called lymphocytes. The lymphocytes are, are our first line of defense in our bodies. The more lymphocytes you have, the better you are able to fight off a virus. So it's important to have lymphocytes. Shifting over to stress. Stress, mental stress, emotional stress, physical stress, any kind of stress, increases the activity of a gland in your body called the adrenal gland. The nickname for the adrenal gland is the stress gland in the body and that releases a hormone called cortisol. Cortisol is designed for fight or flight, meaning if you see a tiger, you go kill the tiger and then you go back to your relaxed state. What happens is that we end up living in a state of chronic stress where our cell phones are going off the TV, we have to run to this event, that event, work. Business owners, we are nonstop under stress. So that cortisol is not increased a little bit over a short period of time, it's increased a lot over a long period of time. What happens when that occurs in our bodies is that it starts decreasing the lymphocytes in our bodies. When our lymphocytes are decreased, we are more susceptible to disease and inviting a virus into our bodies. So the number one thing that we can do to fight off this disease lifestyle-wise is decrease all areas that are creating stress on our bodies. Well, it sounds like uh, we're almost making ourselves vulnerable to the virus of not only COVID, but other things simply by allowing stress to overwhelm our bodies, right? Yes, exactly. And also, in listening to your response, what really got my attention was that 
I didn't realize, I think to the level you pointed out, how the, the everyday life we live now is already a stressful life. You know, because yes. you know the the pings of the of the text messages and the cell phone and you know all the other things now that we are overwhelmed with, which we have already assimilated. That's a way of looking at it. So we don't even realize that we're probably already at this level of stress, and now we're at a pandemic. Is that, right. is that what I heard correctly? Because that's what it sounded like to me. I'm like, wow, that I is just, that, that was is a exactly big, right. Big light bulb yeah. moment for me. So I just have to say, like, okay. wow, you know, yeah. I, so we've already at this level now boom COVID 19 pandemic right so now and that we've we already have, opened the door yeah mm -hmm. wow so what do we do <laughs> we have to calm down our nervous system and that sounds really easy to do but it many of us will just have to do a u-turn on how we're living our lives but it's possible i've done it most of my patients have done it and what i'm seeing is better health in people and a stronger immune system. There are four main things that I would recommend doing. Some of them will be challenging and I recommend starting with baby steps. The first one is getting off your technology. As a small business owner or a large business owner, you are wanting to be connected at all times and knowing what's happening next. But one of the best things that you can do for your nervous system is just turn it off. Turn off your phone, go for a walk out in nature for 10 minutes leaving your phone at home. I promise nothing is going to happen in that 10 minutes that can't be addressed later. I agree with you. I have to tell you just because um, that first, you know, we all had the experience of when things locked down. And I really remember the first week, the shock. And I, I think we all have different experiences of that, but there was a shock and I was attached to the TV and internet and like, and I realized after that first week and, and the stress, I'm like you have to turn, I literally went cold turkey and turned everything off. I'm like, that was stressing me out. Oh my gosh, now I, now I get it. <laughs> good for you. Yeah, good. So that was yeah. your innate wisdom saying, turn this off. That is, that is one of the best things that you could have done. So good for, good for you. And also the, not just the news that we're getting, the news that we're getting, the fear-based news, is something that increases our stress. So I highly recommend, if you need to stay informed, and we all do, go to the CDC website, avoid listening to the stories. We know how our media is. They're gonna give us the most sensationalistic story and the worst case scenario. That's probably not going to happen to you. Yes, we are all going to be affected. Many of us already are. And the majority of people are recovering and are getting better. And we need to respect each other and wear our masks and take our precautions because we have people who have fear and anger. The fear is going to decrease lymphocytes. We know that. And one way that we can protect our loved ones who are afraid is wear our masks because that protects them and gives them a sense of feeling safe. Because there's that affecting other people. You do affect other people. This mm -hmm. need to, uh, understand that everything they do people are watching them and and trying to follow suit um, right you know, like lisa i i literally went uh device free at some point and and every single day i go device free for several hours and uh, sometimes i'll go sit in the garden literally sit on the ground because i believe that sitting on the ground is very uh i know that's uh, um <clears throat> one of those techniques that a lot of people do with yoga. We talk about that being grounded. 
but it does mm -hmm. it does change up things when you lay down your smartphone get away from the pc and pay attention to yourself pay attention to the people you love yes and the beautiful thing about sitting in nature is that the nature has actually been scientifically proven to calm down your nervous system listening to nature looking at nature watching nature all the colors all the sounds help calm us down great so, so another, another tip thing so that got, i would recommend yeah don't we have more tips side that we uh, we could i know this yes. would be very interesting i love some of the things you're sharing so go go for it <laughs> okay so number two is to exercise, exercise your mind and exercise your body. Exercising your mind means cutting off all those things that are polluting it. Negative self-talk, watching the news is probably not a good thing right now unless you found uplifting news to listen to. The other is to exercise your body. Get yourself to a point where you can increase your heart rate. Your blood delivers nutrients to all the organs, all your arms, legs, every part of your body. If you are not exercising, if you are sitting at home, and not really moving, that is also increasing the stress on your body. Exercising too much also increases the stress on your body. So you wanna find that sweet spot where you feel good and maybe you get a little bit of that endorphin rush from exercise. Those will also decrease stress on your body. I also recommend meditating or praying. Meditating and praying means focusing on something that is positive or on nothing emptying the brain, giving it a rest and a break. It needs a vacation too. Also getting yourself in a state of love and tenderness. If you think about holding a baby or a puppy, something that's very gentle, that is completely opposite of the fear state and the stress state and is very soothing to your body. I want to I just say one, I want to reiterate, because this is one of the others. Give your brain a vacation. <laughs> Remember yes. that, folks? Give your yeah. brain a vacation because your brain is telling you all kinds of terrible things. <laughs> and then self talk. That can so I like that. The, yes. the meditation or, or prayer, if that's your form of mm -hmm. connection, but it definitely it takes you into a different state and that's that's awesome advice. Okay, next. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, and then the last one is quality nutrients. People think I just need to eat. Some people realize that the nutrients that you eat actually can increase or decrease your health. The nutrients are the fuel for your body. The closer to nature the nutrient is, what you're eating, the better it is for you. If you have a garden, that is the best food to have. If you have local meats, that is the best food to have. The foods that aren't so great for you are the more processed ones, the one from ones where animals are in big lots because those animals are very stressed out before they're slaughtered and they have cortisol released into their bodies. And some theories say that that cortisol ends up in you when you eat it, which means you have increased the cortisol in your body thereby decreasing the lymphocytes in your body. So you can see that anything and everything that we're exposed to, even if it's many degrees away, can affect us. And it's important to look at what the nutrients are in your body. Nutrients can be very calming on your system. The most stressful things to eat for your body are sugars. So anything with, that's processed or with sugars in it, and most processed foods have lots of sugar in them, and there's plenty of 
research showing how sugar increases the inflammation in your body and just creates less of a healthful state. That's the last advice, except let me add one thing. Make sure you're taking supplements that increase the lymphocytes in your body. You can do that as well. Can you tell us what those might be for our audience? So what, what kinds of supplements should they look at? The number one supplement is vitamin C. You want to have a vitamin C that does not have sugar in it because sugar has the opposite effect. The vitamin C, you would want to take minimum 2,000 units preventive. One thing about vitamin C is that it does create a type of relaxation in the body, so you want to increase it gradually. When I say relaxation, I'm talking about your bowels. So if you take too much too fast, you might have a bit of an emergency on your hands. And to, <laughs> to, to avoid that, you might start at 500 units, increase it to 1,000, 1,500, and 1,000. You know you've taken too much for your body if you have that emergency situation. You know, there's a lot of joking about people gaining weight, and, and it's not really funny. A lot of people are gaining weight while they're off work. They're not living their normal um, active routine. I am assuming that uh, just from the chatter that a lot of people aren't going to the gym like they used to with that, that regular routine. And so they're eating Oreos, they're, you know, and there are a lot of people are eating kid food because they're home with their kids. So they're eating a lot of things that they normally wouldn't eat because it's around for their kids. And uh, your advice is so salient because it's, um, uh, it's time to get back to cooking yourself, right. cooking from not, and not using the processed foods to cook with, not dumping cans into a pan, but literally going back to dry, like dry beans, the, the things that are fresh vegetables, fresh mm -hmm. vegetables, and uh, I've seen a lot of back and forth about it, but it, the one thing that is kind of fun to see and, and makes me happy is that how many people are taking up cooking. Yeah, People I are agree. actually learning how to cook. Which yes, is they are. It's great. And the other thing is you can be a lazy, healthy eater. You do not have to make fancy foods. I certainly do not. I will take a bunch of vegetables, throw them, throw them in a pan and bake them. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's stir fry is one of my favorite mix. things. I get stir fry because you get the bag already mm -hmm. cut up <laughs> of all the fresh mm -hmm. vegetables and then just yeah. throw it into the stir fry, add some shrimp, easy. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And that's a good point about the exercising too, Deb, because there are people who are, I'm calling it the COVID-19 bodies. You're either plus 19 or minus 19. People are going either way. And I'm working on my minus 19 body. I use beach body. It's a at-home exercise. I had to go to the go to Walmart and find a weight. There are most of the exercise equipment is gone in Illinois. I actually had to have somebody bring a weight over from Kentucky so that I could increase my activity. But I encourage everyone to go for the COVID-19 body where you're minus 19. Just try to get your weight in get your diet tweaked a little bit, exercise a little bit more. I love that. Oh my gosh. And it's so true about, it's a great way of positioning it. I've taken on up yoga a little bit more as a practice. I mean, I used to do yoga in classes, but I invested in YouTube. There are great YouTube channels right there for all mm -hmm. these things. So you don't have to even spend any money. Just go to YouTube. Right. And um, 
I've been able to find some good programs there because yoga does not only get you know, calming, <laughs> stress relieving, but also if you, yeah, at a vigorous, you can actually lose weight doing yoga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, you can. That's going to be my new goal now, Dr. Bonnie, the minus 19. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> well, any, any other words you'd like to share with our listeners about uh, what we're going through right now and what other kinds of things they could do for stress? Um, in addition to your four tips, getting yes, off I, technology and exercise and, and meditate and pray and eating quality foods, what else? I would say that this is an opportunity for business owners to reflect and shift gears. We have time right now, more time than many of us have seen since we started our businesses to shift gears, look at giving away some of our responsibilities, hiring people, refocusing on something that is going to actually bring you joy and enjoyment. I think many people, well, many people I've talked to own businesses, they're looking at, well, wow, that was really stressing me out. Of course, I counsel people on decreasing their stress. So this is part of the conversation I have with people, with my, with my patients and my clients is to make sure that when you get back into your business that you don't open that door to stress again. See what you can do to rearrange and fix and reorganize your business so that it supports you more. Excellent advice. A great opportunity to pause and uh, reflect and get ready. Yeah. I love that. Very, very helpful. Thank you so much. Thank You're you so welcome. Much. I, we, we really appreciate your time with us today, uh, Dr. Bonnie. Thanks to our listeners for investing your time with us uh, as we talked about change the way you feel with a natural approach to stress. Uh, some of the things we shared, uh, you know, might have been, oh, yeah, I know that. But knowing that and practicing that are very different things. And I think sometimes we need those reminders. So I'm very appreciative to you, Dr. Bonnie, for, you know, bringing our attention to some very simple things we can do, but I think we'll have longer term benefits uh, if we practice them on a regular basis. So that was very, very helpful. Thank you again. Uh, we hope our conversation has also helped you and enlightened you, our business owners who are out there. If you'd like to learn more, um, make sure you continue to listen to Business Take here on our Facebook channel. And if you have any questions, make sure you let us know either in the comments below. We will invite you to share uh, this with other folks who you think could benefit from this wonderful knowledge that Dr. Bonnie has shared with us today. And if you have any questions for us directly, absolutely please put them in the comments or you can email us at businessdig at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to share success stories of our business owners, as well as if you have something of value that we think other folks need to hear about, you know, we would love to be able to share your stories as well. So please let us know. Uh, you can uh, also say, go to our Facebook page, make sure that you comment, that you uh, like our page and share this with others. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks again, Dr. Bonnie. Thanks again to my co-host, Dr. Deborah. And please join us next time on Business Day with Lisa Kanda and Deborah Fry. Thanks. Take care.